This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Does it surprise you? I mean, that Nikki Haley or Tim Scott or others haven't been vocally uh, vocal about this? Yes. Yes. Look, why? you're down 40 points in the polls. I don't know why they're doing they're, No, they're why are you surprised the by it, they, I guess they, is they my choose. question. Well, they're running against him. When you're running in a race, you're trying to beat the guy ahead of you. You're trying to knock him down, you know, and given all the things in the, the rap sheet there that, that is, you know, a mile long, you think that they'd be more aggressive. I get it. They're trying to focus on the, the, the problems around DOJ, and there are real problems there. That place needs an overhaul. No question. We could do hours on that. But let's focus at the, at the, the facts at hand. You're running against a guy with 37 indictments against him. You almost look like you're defending him at this point. That is not a, those are not, does not look like a serious candidate that's willing to take him on over the next six months to knock his poll numbers down and shoot you to the top. Either you want to run for president and beat the guy or you don't. Amen. And uh, he happens to be a threat to our national security, a fascist, a cruel person, to say the least. I mean, it started and ended with his presidency every step of the way. You could I could I could do a four hour show mm-hmm. and not go through everything that he has done that has damaged either pushed uh, against our democratic values or damaged our democracy straight up. And these Republican uh, candidates, they have an opportunity here to do the right thing and say the right thing and also possibly win their primary against Donald Trump if they get rid of him. And honestly, our country does not need any more of Donald Trump that it already has. Take a look at this indictment. Take a look at his presidency. And take a look at the fealty that these Republicans have to their fascist leader. Mm-hmm. They're so scared of him. They are so incapable of saying that he's done anything wrong. And honestly, right now at this point, can you really say that with a straight face, Lindsey Graham? Can you say that with a straight face, any of these candidates, Ron DeSantis, DeSantis, whatever your name is? Just be honest for once. Do the right thing for the country. Don't be so desensitized that you don't have a dip, know the difference between right and wrong. Joining us now, we have special correspondent of Vanity Fair and the host of Fast Politics podcast, Molly Jong Fast, and staff writer for The Atlantic, David Frum. And David, in your latest piece for The Atlantic, you write in part, quote, the conservative world in the age of Trump has coiled itself into a labyrinth of lies, lies about Trump's victimhood, lies about Trump's popularity, lies about Trump's election outcomes, lies about Trump's mental acuity and physical strength. Strength. The architects of the labyrinth presumed that they could always, if necessary, find an exit and that their keys could someday turn the exit's locks. Instead, they have found themselves as lost and trapped in the labyrinth as the deceived people they lured into it. 
As a result, they have failed to take each opportunity to escape. The first impeachment, the November 2020 defeat, the January 6th crimes, the second impeachment, the end of the administration, the 2022 wipeout of swing state election denying candidates, the first indictment, and now this second indictment. And how about like the sexual abuse liability? The big post-Trump choice for conservatives is whether they rejoin the mainstream of American life or wander ever further away from it toward outright rejection of law and democracy. And you know what? We all fail if you fail, Republicans, and you are failing America in a big way. Most Republicans yeah. rallying around him. Not all, but most, By including the way, those who want to beat him for the nomination. Right. This year. is their chance. This is their chance this, to finally well, get away from this unbelievably undemocratic person. Well, Someone why who, would they? Okay. Why, they, they didn't okay. after January the 6th. Okay. I can't take any more. <laughs> I can't take any more. It's my, I try. We curate this so you don't have to. Monday, 12 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023. It's morning Mika. How would you like to wake up every morning with that across the coffee table from you, across the uh, breakfast table? How would you like that? Just think. Chalk that up for purgatory. Maybe time in hell. Uh, a lot, obviously, a lot going on. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, Unabomber. Dies over the weekend. They're saying he committed suicide. We'll get to that. Joe Allen's here. CNN finally admitted uh, Jack Posobiec on it all weekend on this Ukraine on the uh, on the second uh, on the spring offensive, the much heralded, long awaited spring early summer offensive. Of course, the Economist leads its weekend coverage with these cross fingers of they hope it works. I think twelve or fifteen armored um, armored vehicles destroyed in the uh, quote-unquote combined arms operation in Ukraine. Uh, we're going to have Garrett Ziegler and the team on here from Marco Polo to talk about the um, the Biden crime family with Rudy Giuliani. Carrie Lake's going to join us. We're packed for the next two hours and then for two hours tonight. Um, but I wanted to uh, really get um, the perspective of somebody that I think incredibly highly of, and I know that the nation does, the Republican Party, Speaker uh, of the House, Newt Gingrich. Um, Speaker Gingrich, I could have gone on for another five minutes with the Morning Joe meltdown and, and clips we've done over the weekend of Mika uh, about we're fascist, uh, you know, just on and on and on about all the times of lawfare they've tried to destroy him. Can you, uh, because you're unique in that you're both a man of action and you're one of our towering public intellectuals. You've got this new book out about the beginning of this revolution back in the 90s, actually the, long before that as you worked on the March of the Majority which everybody ought to get as a read. Tell me about uh, where are we in American history right now, sir? Well, I think we're at a unique moment. Uh, domestically, we are probably the most challenged since uh, Buchanan was president and the country was drifting towards a civil war. Um, <clears throat> internationally, I think the combination of China Russia, Iran, North Korea, uh, secondarily Venezuela and Cuba, we may be uh, the greatest in danger, uh, literally since Washington crossed the Delaware on Christmas Eve. I mean, you have all these foreign problems. You have a faction of Americans who hate their own country. You have a government at every level, state, federal, local, which is increasingly attacking the American people. So you really do have the government against the American people. It's astonishing, a reversal 
of the Revolutionary War, where it was the people against the government. And I think this most recent example with Trump is, it, it couldn't be clearer. No matter how many bad things they find about the Biden family, nothing happens. No matter how many bad things they find about Hillary Clinton, nothing happens. No matter how often Adam Schiff lies, and she did consistently as chairman of the Intelligence Committee, nothing happens. But if you're on the other team, whether you're a parent in California or Washington state being threatened with jail because you don't do what they want to about uh, encouraging your child to be transgender, or whether you are uh, Donald Trump, who has been really all the way through his career from 2016 on, the minute it became clear he was going to be the nominee, they attacked him. And they've been attacking him ever since. And <clears throat> the fact that he's standing after seven years uh, is uh, itself astonishing. I don't know any other Republican candidate who could have taken this kind of beating uh, and still be coming on. And that tells you how much he's willing to defend the American people. I want to go back <clears throat> excuse me, to what you just said. With Buchanan, you know, we, it, it appeared, if you go back to read history, we were exorably drawn into a civil war, but there are many times that individuals or groups could have stood up and stopped that. Uh, on Christmas Day, at, you know, before the Battle of Trent, before they crossed, maybe the darkest where we had our backs to the wall. You're saying on both internationally or geopolitically, we got our backs to the wall like Washington. And you're saying that there's some power inexorably pulling us into a conflict between ourselves unless good and smart people step into the breach here. Walk, walk me through both of that because nowhere in American history we've ever had both, both the domestic divide at the same time with the darkness of particularly the CCP, the mullahs in, in Persia, uh, the KGB in, in Moscow, Turkey, now the House of Saud, all of it trying to consolidate the Eurasian landmass. So walk me through this combination. Can America punch its way out of this? Well, I mean, like Ronald Reagan, I'm an optimist. So my first answer is yes. Uh, this is a remarkable country with extraordinary people <clears throat> who are being crippled by their very own government and crippled by an anti-American faction, largely in the universities and to some extent in the news media and in the corporate CEOs and in the bureaucracy. But we have a great capacity to fight our way back. Uh, and the truth does have a tendency to come out. You're seeing this happen now with the FBI. I mean, I, I thought that the Durham report was devastating, followed up on the report of the inspector general, which was devastating. Uh, the fact is we need a bill to break up the Federal Bureau of Investigation and replace it with much more reasonable law enforcement systems and eliminate the entire senior leadership. I mean, it's clearly a corrupted institution, deeply politicized on the left, uh, and the evidence we have is just overwhelming. So I think what you'll see and what you have seen a little bit of in the House, for example, with the investigations and with the things the House Republicans are doing, is you're seeing the beginning of a counteroffensive. The entire Trump candidacy is a counteroffensive against the left, and that's why they hate him. That's why they're afraid of him. Uh, he entered office as the first really non-establishment president in modern times. Reagan was a solid conservative, the most conservative, I think, in modern times before Trump. But Reagan was essentially accepting of the system. Uh, his, his focus was defeating the Soviet Union, um, 
getting the economy growing and renewing a belief in American civic culture. It didn't occur, he didn't think his mission was to take apart the bureaucracy and the radicalism that surrounds us. Trump came into office, I think, as somebody determined to break up an increasingly corrupt old order. And that's why they hate him. And that's why they've been so astonishingly aggressive in going after him. What, what did you see? But the, the Gingrich Revolution was the bridge between Reagan and really the start of this populist nationalist movement. What did you see at the at late stage uh, Reagan that led you in the early years to try to, you know, against long odds? I remember I tell people I saw you at the California Club back in, I think, 89 or 90 when I was just sent out there by Goldman Sachs to run investment banking. And you gave a talk about you basically laid out <laughs> the New Gingrich Revolution. And there were not a lot of establishment California wealthy folks <laughs> that were buying into it. Said, who is this guy? Uh, what did you see? So we got a minute here. We're going to want to hold you through the break. What did you see that led to the, to the Gingrich Revolution, the first, the first volley in this? Well, I saw what Reagan saw. I saw the American people. I knew that every single item, balancing the budget, reforming welfare, cutting taxes, reforming the House, Every single item had 60 or 70 percent support. And like Reagan and before him, like Lincoln, I believed, as Lincoln once said, that with popular sentiment, anything is possible. Without popular sentiment, nothing is possible. And so we designed the contract with America. So it spoke to the American people about what the American people believed. And that's exactly what Trump did in his theme of Make America Great Again. There were millions of Americans in 2016, looking for an optimistic candidate who thought the future could be better, not somebody who's going to manage the decay or somebody who's going to manage the surrender to the left, but somebody who thought if we got together, we could actually make a better American future. And that's, I think, what he's going to bring to the campaign this year, despite every effort of the left to destroy him. By the way, the, bar, the book is March to the Majority. It's the history of this. It's absolutely must-reading if you want to understand where we are today. Speaker Gingrich, please hold on for a second and take a short commercial break. We're going to turn with the former Speaker of the House, also the husband of the ambassador to the Vatican, Callista, um, and a, uh, a guy that's got a birthday coming up in a week. Talk all about that next in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS... Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 
for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Most Republicans yeah. rallying around him. Not all, but most. By including the way, those who want to beat him for the nomination. Right. This year. is their chance. This is their chance this, to finally well, get away from this unbelievably undemocratic person. Well, Someone why would who, they? Why, they? They didn't after January the 6th. I know. He literally this is inspired a, a riot. And okay. they didn't move away from him. Okay. And, and just- okay. The good news, folks, is that they're triggered over at Morning Mika. Um, Morning Mika today, they are pearl clutching. That means it tells you that's a tell. They know they don't have a case here. So what are they doing? They're they're ripping on the judge. They're sitting there. We're fascists. We're neo-Confederates. Just on and on and on. It's going to stay there. That's good. It's a good thing. Speaker Gingrich, uh, you talked about the FBI breaking up the FBI, which coming from a guy like you is pretty. That's pretty radical. When when you look at the founders of our nation, they so admired the Republic of Rome and modeled many things after the Republic. Uh, including the Senate and things like that, it, institutions. But when it, it transitioned to empire after the you know the the late republic, when it transitioned to empire, you had this huge administrative state, and particularly the deep state part, the Praetorian Guard, that eventually ended up selecting its own leaders. Do you think that's the stage we're in today? Do you consider the administrative state's uh, rogue element, the deep state, uh, DOJ and FBI, when you really look at it within the cold light of dawn? that in fact it is a Praetorian Guard uh, to uh, certain uh, elements uh, like the Clintons and and like the Obamas and like the Bidens, sir? Well, I think there's a network that includes some of the intelligence community, includes some of the senior military, uh, certainly includes the Department of Justice and the FBI. And that network believes that it has the right to break the law on behalf of its values and on behalf of its interest groups. And there's no question that's true. And all you have to do is, is read the Durham report or the, <clears throat> excuse me, the earlier report of the inspector general uh, who said it just took, tore apart the FBI. You have to say to yourself, uh, there's nothing more dangerous than when the law enforcers become the law breakers. And that's the world we're in right now. That's the world of Chris Ray. That's the world of the FBI. That's why I don't think it's radical. You know, if, if you have a cancer, cutting it out is not radical. Cutting it out is common sense. We currently have an FBI that, that has the arrogance to ask for a $3.5 billion headquarters building that would be larger than the Pentagon. I, I can't imagine anything dumber for people who love freedom than to build a police system so big that it has a headquarters larger than the Pentagon. It's exactly the wrong direction. And that's why I think we need to have hearings and then fundamental reforms. I I just did a podcast at Newt's World with a 33-year FBI veteran who talks about how corrupted the FBI had become, who's written a book about what happened to the FBI and how after uh, 2001, it became a corrupted institution. So... I think this is something we've got to look at very carefully. It is extraordinarily dangerous. And what they did in, for example, 
uh, breaking uh, the lawyer's confidentiality uh, is an astonishing threat to every American. If um, if you were to give guidance to the leadership in the House right now, if you were there between the purse strings and the investigative apparatus, uh, what would you what would Newt Gingrich be doing this morning? I think a lot of what they are starting to do. Uh, I would uh, be having pretty aggressive investigations, which certainly uh, Chairman Comer has been doing with the uh, House Accountability Committee. Uh, I would be having a serious look at, for example, defunding uh, the FBI building, which Speaker McCarthy has publicly said he thinks should be defunded. Uh, I would look at a series of just not giving them money. Uh, I mean, you, you can have a, the power of the purse resides first with the House of Representatives deliberately. As you point out, the founding fathers wrote the Constitution to avoid dictatorship. They deliberately distributed power and balanced it. And one of the great powers of the House is uh, to pass money bills. And if they don't pass them uh, on October 1st, the, that part of the federal government has no money. So the appropriation process, the next 100 days, is, is going to be big. What, what advice, I want to bifurcate this for a second. What advice would you give President Trump, given our current situation and your historical perspective, and what advice would you give the Trump movement? Let's start with President Trump. What, what would you tell, what would be your advice strategically for President Trump? To embed his case in all the cases around the country and the fact that you now have a war by the government against the American people. Uh, Trump is just one of many, many victims. And I think the more he focuses only on his own victimhood, the, the narrower and the weaker the case, but the more that he focuses on the totality of the government assault against the American people, the stronger his case becomes. What, what is your advice then to the, uh, what is your, uh, by the way, very wise, what is your advice to his followers, the MAGA movement? That this is a struggle for the very life of freedom, that you should take it as seriously as George Orwell warned us about when he published 1984, and you should recognize that everything we know of as freedom is under threat right now, and we have to win, much like Lincoln did in the 1860s. We have to win for freedom to survive. I want to go uh, to the, if we can put the March to Majority a cover up. Uh, why, why, why this book at this time, and and why should this audience uh, get this book in the in the summer of 2023? We're we're at this hinge of history right now. Tell me about the book. Well, I wrote, uh, I wrote this. Why is it important to this moment? I wrote this book specifically because I thought it was so relevant to today and to 2024 and 2025. I recount the 16 years we spent creating the majority for the first time in 40 years. And then I go through the four years where we negotiated with Clinton and got huge reform. You know, we reformed welfare. People went to work by the millions. Children rose out of poverty. It was the biggest anti-poverty program for children in American history. We cut taxes and had enormous economic growth. We also cut regulations. And we uh, balanced the federal budget for four consecutive years for the only time in your lifetime. So the point of March to the Majority is this is how you do it. It's a book about principles. Think of it as a playbook. This is how you grow a majority. This is how you get that majority to coerce the city of Washington. And this is how you get genuinely conservative reforms. And I think we're at a moment in time 
where frankly, when you realize how long ago that was, um, I think a new generation needs to sort of relearn the lessons. It took us 16 years. So we don't want to wait 16 years. So I'm sharing with people exactly what we did, how we did it, and how they can apply it to today. Uh, by the way, nobody gives uh, or not enough credit to Speaker Gingrich in the House. Four years of surpluses uh, in a row, budget surpluses, budget surpluses, uh, which occurred. And that was him, not Bill Clinton. Uh, I want to go, though, quickly to the 16 years, because a lot of people oftentimes go, man, we're, you know, we lose these. Talk to me about how do you keep the troops motivated when it looks like uh, it's, it's an overcast day and you can't see the sunlit uplands? Well, frankly, I mean, I think the, the left kept us motivated. The same thing that's happening with Trump. Uh, you know, you get up in the morning and you say to yourself, am I comfortable with where the country's going? And if the answer is no, then you have to get involved. It's not complicated. Uh, and if you're willing to sit by idly, then the bad guys are going to take over. Uh, and I went out now. I have, we developed a term, cheerful persistence, because frankly, it was pretty tough. I mean, when when Joe Gaylord, who was my partner doing this, when we went back through and outlined the book, we realized how tired we were from how, you know, we tried in 80, 82, 84, 86, 88, 90, and 92. And we weren't rope-a-doping. We were trying everything we could think of. We just weren't breaking through. Finally, we'd learned enough. We'd grown a big enough party. We had uh, some 55,000 people getting a GOPAC training tape every month. And so we finally were capable of winning a big election. And then the trick was, could we govern so well that we'd get reelected? Remember, we're the first majority in 40 years, but we're the first reelected majority since 1928. And that's why I think March the Majority is an important book. It's not only how do you get power, but how do you use that power to get the kind of reforms that leads the American people to continue to loan you power. And remember, when we won in 94, while we hadn't won in 40 years, we kept power for 12 years. So it really was a fundamental shift in the power structure of Washington. And I think if you watch the House investigating committees, it's pretty clear that it's a big deal that the Republicans won control of the House in 2022, and that that's going to change history because they're going to unearth things and bring things to light that would have been totally covered up if the Democrats had stayed in charge. We're going to have that uh, following. We've got Mayor, we got Garrett Ziegler, others to talk about exactly what the speaker just said. Uh, last thing, when you first got to D.C., did the major- didn't the leaders kind of say, hey, we're the minority, this is how you get along? There was no concept. They didn't have the intellectual construct of actually becoming the majority. <laughs> Weren't you told just to keep your well, place? They, look, they'd been beaten for 24 years by the time I got there. They'd gone, been through Watergate. They'd seen about a third of their friends wiped out in the elections. Uh, they saw the Ford-Reagan uh, very bitter primary fight, uh, and they were just exhausted. I mean, they, 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 they went to work every morning just to survive. They would kind of slink on the floor. The Democrats would strut onto the floor looking for a Republican to beat up, uh, and the Republicans would try to hide so they didn't get beaten up. And we were a new generation. We said, Look, you know, you want a piece of this? Well, come at us. And we carried the fight to the Democrats every day from the time I was elected. The Fight Club, Fights That Matter, March of the Majority. Uh, speaker, how do they get to the podcast? How do they get to your website? They go to, they go to uh, Gingrich360.com. Uh, we'll get everything we're doing at 360, Gingrich360.com. 
Uh, we do three podcasts a week for free, three newsletters a week for free, and we have our brand new book, March to the Majority. Let's get March to the Majority. I want to get Grace and Captain Ben and push it out right now. Uh, Speaker Gingrich, thank you for taking time today on this Monday to kick off the week. Great to be with you. Thank you, brother. Okay, March to the Majority, the history, the beginning of this revolution. Garrett Ziegler, Rudy Giuliani, Marco Polo, next in the war room. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Let me repeat that. Your family's food security. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in these kits last up to 25 years, which means your family will stay fed while others wait for government handouts. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we want to thank the speaker uh, for teeing this all up. I've got three hitters in a row. Uh, Rudy, uh, America's mayor. I've got Garrett Ziegler, Marco Polo with this, uh, the feral dogs of the Biden crime family, the website. And I've got Posobiec and Jack Posobiec on his way to his Pulitzer Prize because Posobiec called it all weekend on, um, and if we put the, when he comes up, put the, um, CNN headline, you know, economists, everybody worried, all the all the globalists worried about the Ukraine, quote unquote, spring offensive. Jack Posobiec told you exactly what was happening all weekend. Of course, CNN admits today 16, I think 17 armored vehicles, their, their, their armored column destroyed by the Russians. Uh, we'll get into all that because it's all inextricably linked. The Biden crime family, Ukraine, the billions of dollars are shipping over there. Zelensky, it's all of a piece as we say, and we're going to break it down all for you. We're going to start with America's mayor. Uh, mayor Giuliani, I just want to make sure um, you, you and Bob Costello had, had this information. What you're hearing about now, we have Nancy Mace coming in and, and, and Stefanik and, and these people saying, hey, I'm, I'm looking at 1023s. I'm looking at SARS reports over the Treasury. They won't let me have any of this. This was the, the, These were the things that you guys had or information uh, related to that. That yes. you went to bar, that you were talking to U.S. attorneys back, and I think in January 2020, you're presenting this information, and I thought it was either North Carolina or Pittsburgh to a U.S. attorney making a case. Walk us through that in the details of that, sir. Uh, well, there's a whole background to it, but and we knew about it even well before that. But the ultimate, the ultimate thing is, we are told through the Deputy Attorney General that Bill Barr wants us to present this evidence to the U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh. Because he wants to spread it out to different U.S. attorneys to evaluate 
you know, how credible it is and whatever. So we set up a meeting with the U.S. attorney and the FBI in Pittsburgh. And uh, they, they were very well represented. They had about 10 people there, about five, the U.S. attorney, his people, some people from justice, and also people from the FBI. Certainly from the local office, I can't tell you the Washington office. Ten of them, though, five assistant U.S. attorneys, the U.S. attorney, and the head agent. And we were, we were scheduled for an hour, an hour and a half. We were there five hours. We brought a very, very, uh, uh, wouldn't even, it was not even an outline. I mean, it was a 100-page outline, so it was a, a report, really. We did it with, uh, uh, we did it with, um, like, each, we went over each one in great detail. The uh, one hour, one hour and a half meeting ended up to be five hours. They were intensely interested. I mean, our other experience with justice up until then, not to bore you with it, we, we would ju just get blown away. They had no interest in investigating Biden. And uh, but this this group was enormously excited. I don't want to pretend it was just this, but there was one very extraordinary piece of evidence. We had a woman in Ukraine who was the chief accountant for Burisma, the wife of the former partner of Mykola Zloshevsky, who owned Burisma and is the major crook who was paying off the Bidens. And she wanted to turn. She wanted to testify. But to testify, she wanted to be in the witness protection program. And she had four colleagues of hers who were willing to testify and support her. She claimed that over an eight-year period, she supervised all of the offshore illegal bank accounts. All the money laundering went through her. Now, we weren't sure she was telling the truth, but we did have one transaction that I had gotten very early of a complete money uh, laundering transaction for $14 million, some of which went through to Joe Biden with an indication that Joe got $900,000 of it and his family got a total of about three million of it. So we had one piece that proved what she was saying. We didn't have the rest. They were very excited about getting her. And we emphasized the fact that she was in jeopardy. And this was shortly after they attempted to kill Shokin, which is another thing they haven't really brought out. There was an attempt to kill Shokin, who was the prosecutor after he was dismissed. They poisoned him. Typical Ukrainian Russian assassination attempt is a poison. We had to get him to a hospital in Austria to keep him alive. And they were threatening her. They were enormously excited about it, about that and all the other evidence. They called us for about two weeks, particularly Bob, for other evidence, for other support. They really wanted us to give them our ultimate uh, source, who was a very credible source with a long history of working with our government always credibly, we finally decided to give them the source and did. And they interviewed them. And then all of a sudden they went dark. We couldn't get them back. I mean, they were more enthusiastic than we were to start with. I mean, they were, they were I would call them normal, decent, the usual assistant U.S. attorneys and agents I've been used to dealing with for 40 years. When I told them we had a witness like this, one of them said, holy, you know what? Man, that would blow the damn case open. That's exactly what we want. We, in other words, she's on the inside. I said, not only is she on the inside, she's the wife of the former owner who thinks Sloshevsky killed her husband. 
He said, we probably did. <laughs> I mean, these were regular FBI so, agents, so, not the crooks we have in Washington. So, 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 Rudy, but here's the thing. I want to make sure people understand the timeline, and I want to make sure I understand it. This takes place in, in January of 2020, correct? These meetings with the, with the U.S. attorney before, in Pittsburgh? Before the election had started. Biden hadn't even announced right, it. Right, the primary. Hang, hang on. Um no, 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 I think I think Biden had announced because the primaries were starting. It was, 2020 was around the time, getting close to the Iowa and New Hampshire. Oh, okay, but but, but hang on okay. for a second. Yeah, yeah, he had already announced. But hang on a second. Hang on a second. Correct me if I'm wrong, brother, because later in the year, you and Bob Costello get approached on, on the laptop from hell. The laptop from hell was sitting at the FBI and Maine Justice in November, <laughs> December <laughs> right. of 2019 before the uh, – no, hold it. So hang on. This is I'm saying, Bill. When Bill Barr is out there and now dumping on Donald Trump, that's a misdirection play. Bill Barr is a traitor. Let me just cut to the chase. He's a traitor. Hundred percent. So is Chris Ray. They're tra- they're traitors. They had the information. I got Garrett Ziegler coming up next. They had the information yeah. from, and that's the public service of Garrett Ziegler. They had all the information from the laptop was was at the FBI and Maine Justice in. No later than December of 2019, 60 days before this meeting takes place. Okay, then in this meeting, Rudy, an hour meeting stays five hours, and they give a 100-page report from Bob Costello and Rudy Giuliani, naming names, giving information, et cetera, of which they're intensely interested for the next two or three weeks with follow-on calls, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, when they realize what they actually got, they, the, the, the Praetorian Guard seals hermetically seals this, Rudy. Would you say that? Uh, that's what it goes into a dry hole called Delaware. And uh, what what um, what was surprising to us was uh, it must have happened when it got to Bar because the U.S. attorney there seemed a hundred percent. I mean, he's like guys I dealt with all my life. I mean, I ran the U.S. attorneys for three years for Reagan. I know them. Like the back of my head, he was like a regular U.S. attorney, the guys I'm used to dealing with who put criminals in jail. And uh, he realized the quality of our evidence. I mean, before we even get to the hard drive, Steve, we had a provable RICO case. I even out, you know, I'm well known for being the architect of RICO, right? So they said to me, can you outline a RICO case for us? And I got up to the board and I outlined a RICO case from the top of my head. And they said, wow, yeah, that's a hell of a case. And then I said, these are the things we would have to get. I mean, these were actual, I, can't, do, we don't, do, I guess do, we don't have do, them anymore, do, honest do, prosecutors. On the, inf- on, the inf- on the information that you had and could be developed, is there any doubt in your mind you could have gone before a grand jury and brought uh, a, a slew of indictments against the Biden oh crime goodness, family, sir? No, 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 no doubt about it at all. I had, I, uh, within a short period of time when they were doing nothing, I did a podcast outlining of RICO case, how to prosecute it. I mean, no, I could have done that case. I could have done that case, you know, a month later after putting it in the grand jury. I've done a lot of RICO cases, Steve. This is not an exaggeration. This would have been one of the easier ones to do in terms of the amount of evidence that you had before you got the hard drive. Now, here's what I'm really angry about. They made fools out of us, all of us sitting there. So Barr sitting back there, letting us go through this exercise. They already have the evidence. I mean, I'm like a big jackass. Yes, that's my there. point. 
This, I'm hang telling on, them about on. something. Your Rico, your Rico uh, case has been pretty good. You brought down the five families, the five mafia families that were in New them. York, organized crime, and you brought and you brought down Milken and the mafia that ran Wall Street. Pretty, two, two, pretty, two, two pretty good notches did. on your gun belt. And the Teamsters. And, the teamsters um, and Drexel Burnham. <laughs> the... Um, I just want to make sure right now, if you were advising the House and Comer in this crowd, Ray and, and Bill Barr should be brought before a national TV. And we should go back to the Watergate, the Watergate uh, saying from December 19 to January 2020. What did you know? And when did you know? It? What did you know? And when did you know? it? What did you know? And when did you know? it? And then and then follow the money. We just go back to Watergate. The Democrats all love Watergate. They're all running around. You know, you see, you see uh, uh, the, uh, you know, Nixon's lawyer up there. You see all these guys all day long. We say, hey, let's give them a little Watergate. What did you know? And when did you know? December of 2019 through January 2020, for 60 days, Chris Ray and Bill Barr had all the information about the Biden crime family. I got Garrett Ziegler coming up next. All the information from the laptop from hell to what Rudy and Costello gave them. They had the information. They asked follow-on questions. They got it all, and then they buried it. They buried it because the Praetorian yeah, Guard selected. Remember, Joe Biden finished fourth in uh, uh, Iowa and fifth in New Hampshire. He was dead man walking. The Praetorian Guard in February of 2020 selected Joe Biden, selected Joe Biden. They hid information that's treasonous, right? Not just disqualifying, but running, but treasonous. They hid information, they buried it, and they selected him. This is end of republic, beginning of empire stuff. This is the Praetorian Guard, and Chris Ray and Bill Barr are as guilty as crimes as the Biden family. Because Chris Absolutely. Ray and Bill Barr had the information, and we can prove they had the information. From the laptop from hell yeah. and Rudy Giuliani's 100-page 100 100 report, they had all the information. You don't need another thing. Rudy Giuliani, Costello, Costello being his old wingman as a U.S. attorney, they could have gone to a grand jury with what they had, and you could have gotten indictments against the Biden crime family in when the Praetorian Guard selected them in February 2020. Rudy and Bob Costello could have gone to a, a grand jury and brought indictments, criminal indictments. That's where the forget this Trump stuff. That's all nonsense. We're going to get to the heart of the matter. And Bill Barr, you can sit up there and say it's a great case. We're going to shove this up your ass, okay? We're going <laughs> to shove it up your ass. You're, you're, you are freaking guilty of treason. Big old, you're guilty of treason and raised guilty of treason. You had this information, and we can prove you had it. Rudy, how do people get to your podcast, brother? How do they get to all your information, sir? RudyGiulianiCS.com is the best way to do it. And if they want to go to my podcast, you're going to see what I said, because when they wouldn't listen to me, I made it public and, and, and came on your show and made it public. Uh, Big and also remember, uh, 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 Barr did something very, very significant just recently when Raskin said. That OK, hey, tell you, hang on, hang on, hang on. Rudy, 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 hold through a break. We'll leave sure. him hanging. It is important. I got the mayor. I got Marco Polo. I got Poso on Ukraine. Kerry Lake. We're jammed, baby. Hey, Bill Barr, you think you understand what it is? Bill Barr, you're guilty of treason, okay? You had the information, and we can prove you had the information, and you hid it. It's not just the Bidens. It's the controlled opposition Republicans that are the problem.
Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus, get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. Right. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hello, I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Okay, Flag Day is more important than ever. It's on the 14th, but there was a desecration of the American flag at the White House this weekend. They put the pride flag uh, in a place of honor between Old Glory. Tom Fitton's all over it. We're going to get to the bottom of all that. A- a- absolute outrage. So Flag Day uh, to commemorate and celebrate Old Glory on the 14th. Steve Stern, all day. We're going to give you all the details. We need to stand up for Old Glory more than ever. Uh, Rudy, what was the tell? Um, you're saying Barr signaled something? Well, he's signaling something by dumping on Trump and trying to... We're not falling into the misdirection play in Miami. That's nonsense. It's going to be either tossed out or beaten. We're going on offense. Our, our focus here is to burn the Biden crime family down to the waterline, as we say in the good old United States Navy. Jack Posobiec will back me up on that. We're tired of playing patty cake. Okay? We're tired of pay, playing patty cake. Uh, Garrett Ziegler, who's going to join us here momentarily, said it best. They're a family of feral dogs. Okay, let me be blunt. They're feral dogs. And that is not Garrett Ziegler and Steve Banner, Rudy Giuliani. You see it for yourself in living color on the Marco Polo site. What's the tell about uh, Bill Barr, who to me is guilty of treason, and, and he and Ray got to be brought forward immediately for testimony on the record under oath before the nation, sir? Well, the, uh, the, right after right after the test the testimony uh, the other day, uh, R- Raskin came out and said 
that all of this comes from Giuliani, meaning the the, the report. And uh, the Justice Department declined in January to go forward with it. Found it incredible. Barr, very strangely, holds a press conference and says, in essence, Raskin's lying. It was never uh, declined. It was ordered to be transferred to the District of Delaware because I used these U.S. attorneys to check out the credibility of a lot of information we got. And they declined a lot of information as, you know, without substance. But this information we certified as basically worthy of investigation. And then it never got investigated. So it passed an original bar instituted test as credible information. On his own word now, exactly why he's saying that, I don't know. I'm sure it's true. To get him, but, get him off the hook. To get him, try to get himself off the hook. Not yeah, good enough. You know why? Main justice had the lob. They had. 100%. They didn't need to shove it to. They need. They needed to give it to Delaware. Main justice and the FBI at the top. They had the laptop from hell. And look, it took me 20 minutes to confirm the Chinese Communist Party aspect of this. The the, the payments by the Chinese Communist Party and their their control by the Chinese Communist Party. Then you get to all the perversion. Right. And of course, you and Rudy will bring this up another day. You and Carrick went down to Delaware about this whole thing about the children. We'll get that. We'll save that for another day. I will save that for another day. Save that for another. It's too big to go through. But my point is, it didn't need to go be buried to some U.S. attorney in Delaware. Main justice. This is a guy that they're selecting to be president of the United States and commander in chief. Don't give it to some guy in Delaware. You had more than enough information to immediately. (laughs) Absolutely. Go to a grand jury and bring indictments on RICO charges. Rudy, once again, how do people get to your show? The one you Rudy do with Dr. Giuliani, Ryan. All your, your, by the way, we play on Getter. Uh, get on Getter. We put up Rudy's every night. That show in, on Getter at night's amazing. So where do people go? We'll be sir? on tonight, 8 to 9. And we'll be talking about this and following up on whatever new information we have. And it's going to be. Mayor Giuliani, America's. is going to break this week. No, no, no. Rudy's the tip of the spear in this. That's so great. It's so ironic. I love it so much. Jamie Raskin, suck on that. Okay, Rudy, thank you so much, Mayor. Okay, Appreciate good it, job, brother. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Uh, Garrett, I want to bifurcate. I, I got a couple of minutes. I want to tell people about, are you intimidated by Abby Lowell, by the way? Are, are you, is Abby Lowell scare you? Uh, the 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 hatchet man lawyer for the Biden uh, crime syndicate does he the, the Hunter Biden does he scare you sir? Of course not. He has a Napoleon complex, anyways. He's yesterday's news. So tell me about your site. What 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 are you putting up here? Do you agree that they had the information in Dece- November December of 2019 to bring enough charges here of what you're putting out to the American people? Absolutely. And we even have non-conservative whistleblowers coming forward. We got a subpoena from an insider at J.P. Morgan that was dated in May of 2019, okay? A guy listed on that subpoena, Joseph Ziegler, who's no relation to me, uh, who's a flamboyant guy, we'll just say that. He is now coming forward as the second IRS whistleblower. That's news, because his name hasn't been released publicly, but we know who it is. We know the first one is Gary Shapley. He went on CBS. And then the second guy, Joseph Ziegler, is now coming forward. I'm answering your question by saying this conspiracy and this criminal cover-up 
is causing even the mid-level and sort of you know my level at the White House, the lower level people to come forward because they don't want to be the fall guys. They don't want this inaction to be blamed on them. They rightly want the folks making the calls to get held accountable and be blamed for this. So we're in a weird Mexican standoff situation where everybody's you know holding their pistols out. Nobody wants to be the one that the public thinks is directly responsible for this. And that's good news for us because the truth will come out then quicker. Garrett, real quickly, we're going to hold you. Where do people go right now to get to your site? I need everybody to pile into this thing and, and immerse yourself in this information. Where do they go? BidenLaptopMedia.com. It has all of the photos, genitalia redacted. It has geolocation, and it has all the metadata. It's a professional cl- uh, cleanse of the laptop. We don't take anything okay. out. I want everybody to go. Let's, once more time, where do people go? What's the site? BidenLaptopMedia.com. All one word. Hang on. Garrett's going to stay with us. By the way, maybe we put up a paywall and do the genitalia. Just kidding. Jack Posobiec, the spring offensive in Ukraine through the eyes of someone that knows. Next. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. 
Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.